Welcome to the 116th edition of Make Pro Wrestling Majestic Again. I am Tiger Height, and obviously Peanut Gallery is still not here. He is returning next week. He's I'm actually picking him up tomorrow, so that's why he said to film the show on Saturday, because he'll be too tired and needing to get settled back in, so he wouldn't have been on the show even if he was here. So let's get into my soapbox. Let's get onto Raw. For some reason, all of the WWE shows went down in ratings significantly, and I have no idea why. Hell, even NXT did. So it was a 1.757 million next to a 1.888 million. Then it was a 0.55 demo instead of a 0.61 demo. Not the worst numbers in the world, but that's a significant drop in seven days. But the thing is, you can always blame the NFL preseason games, but those are uh, presented Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So Monday, that's not even like a factor. Uh, NFL is coming up, though, so we're definitely going to see a significant drop in ratings. The show itself was fine. I think last week's show really turned a lot of people off just because it was so house show. This one didn't feel as house show-y, but it still felt eh, kind of like a house show. I have no idea what's going on with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Uh, Owens has a rib injury. Sami Zayn's elbow, I guess, is more fucked up than we thought. So what's going to happen with these tag team champions, if anything at all? Because I don't even know. Uh, people really shat on Drew McIntyre and Sami Zayn pretty hard. And I'm like, okay, we, you guys said the same thing about RK-Bro. How about we wait and see what they do because RK Bro ended up being one of the best things on the show. Let's see what Drew and Matt Riddle do. I'm glad to see them on television, and they worked okay together. They took on the Viking Raiders, and obviously the Viking Raiders lost. Uh, Gunther faced Otis, which was fine. Chad Gable faced uh, Giovanni Vinci, which was actually an okay match, building up for the IC Champion match next week. So I'm hoping that bumps up the ratings slightly, because you know that's going to be a good match. But really, everything else was just kind of there. Uh, J.D. McDonough losing to an injured Sami Zayn I thought was an absolutely ridiculous, ridiculous thing to do. I have no idea why they thought that. J.D. could have won. Sami wouldn't have looked weak. Did you see his elbow? He has a baseball in it. Good Lord. It was, that was dumb. Whole Judgment Day thing is really starting to get on my damn nerves. Like, I understand that they are, like, the biggest group right now, and they're hitting hard with ratings and people want to see them, but come on. Like, we there's there's such a thing as too much Judgment Day. Let's go into NXT. NXT did fall under 700,000 this week. I think it was like um, 674 or something next to 776 last week, and it was a .19 demo instead of a .23 demo. So definitely a little bit lower on that end. Dominic is a draw within NXT. People want to see him. So maybe more Judgment Day is sort of there. It's just kind of repetitive, and I have no idea what they want to do with it at the end of the day. It just feels so lost. Carmelo Hayes and Wesley, they're having a match. NXT champion that he wave. I think that's literally next week. That's going to be very good. I like the aggression that Wesley showed here. It really showcased a different side of Wesley that we don't see too often. Uh, Baron Corbin and Von Wagner as a program. I don't hate it. I think Von Wagner has a ton of momentum right now, and he and Braun had a fairly good match, and I mean, I just cannot believe that they actually got Von Wagner over with something. In this table thing, it's getting pops. It's getting people to watch the show. Obviously not this week, because it's still fairly new, with the whole table thing. I think they literally just started wearing the you got tabled stuff. And the NXT Tag Team Championship match, which was very strange. Why do you have it there? The NXT Tag Team Champions are so low as it relates to value in NXT right now. They are, they mean nothing. Absolutely nothing. There was just wasn't really a whole lot else outside of that. Tyler Bay and Joe Coffey had a fine match. Wesley and Dijak had a good match, but it wasn't that crazy match that we had for the North American... Was that for the North American champion that they had? 
where uh, Dijak's um, finger got uh, dislocated. Yeah, no, that was for the North American Champion. That was a great match. They tried to have that magic here. It, it just didn't happen, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> so uh, the match that we're going to be covering is going to be this Texas Chainsaw Massacre death match. Uh, uh, AEW Dynamite actually went up in ratings and in demo. It was a seven, an eight seventy four next to a eight forty six, and it was a point three two demo instead of a point two nine demo. So good overall. I have no idea why. I guess because this match was so hyped, people wanted to see it. I didn't see the um, hour by hour numbers. I might go back and revisit it. But this was so promoted and so criticized because zombies are a no-go, but Leatherface is, huh? Uh, also, the match sucked. It was really bad. Uh, Hardy and Jarrett can barely move. They are both very old. And Darby Allen and Nick Wayne had a match. Adam Cole and MJF had a segment. It was fine. The main event was the Guns versus the Young Bucks, which is stupid. Uh, Britt Baker faced the Bunny to go to All In, and obviously Baker won. I have no idea how Bad Bunny got that opportunity. I have no idea. It just wasn't a whole lot. Uh, Chris Jericho and Don Callis' segment, that whole thing about Jericho Appreciation Society breaking up came out of absolutely nowhere. I feel like it wasn't meant to, I, I think Jericho was supposed to join Don Callis, but then they changed their mind, which is so dumb. And then Jericho's facing Will Ospreay because Ospreay attacked him. That's what we're doing with Jericho and Ospreay for All In. Instead of having Ospreay and Omega-3, the, rub, the rubber match, you decide to do Jericho and Ospreay. Are we joking? I would rather Jericho face Kanosuke by himself in some sort of wacky, like, hardcore match. That would have been better. But no, it's a six-person tag. Kenny Omega, I think it's Kenny Omega, um, uh, Kota Bushi, and Hangman Page taking on Bullet Club Gold, uh, Juice Robinson, and Jay White, and then Kanosuke. That's the matchup for All In. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. This card sucks. If I bought All In in any way, shape, or form, I would be fucking infuriated. This card is the most thrown-together thing for the biggest show pretty much of AEW's existence next to All In, the original. That I can't even fathom how infuriated people are going to be. This is going to be a nightmare show, and I cannot wait for it. And so that was Dynamite, for the most part. Not a whole lot to rant or rave about. Let's go into Impact. Couldn't find numbers. It was so middle of the road. God, this Impact was just weak sauce. Nothing here was outstanding. Even this match, the main event, just wasn't there. This is a tournament finals match, and I predicted it almost to a T. Perazzo didn't get an entrance on camera, but she's going for the Knockouts World Champion. The triple threat match was super sloppy. God. Uh, Kevin Knight and Moose was fine, but God, man, Moose needs to do something. I have no idea why this company did not work around Moose. He is literally everything. He cuts good promo. He is physically huge. He looks phenomenal, and his moveset is so kick-ass, and he signed a long-term extension, if I'm not mistaken, the longest-term extension in the company's history, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Moose retired with Impact, but they, for some reason, are not building the company around him, God, there's not really a whole lot here, uh, Bully Ray and Black Tar Roos had an abysmal, just abysmal, no disqualification match, this match was so bad. And for what reason? Why? Bully Ray just in a random ass match. And he claiming that he and Dreamer could have 1 million viewers if with the money that Dynamite has, you guys were getting huge numbers in relative back in the 90s with ECW. You guys didn't have a huge ass budget there. 
Not until the very end. Like, what are we doing? What kind of dumbass excuse was that? No, it's because matches like this. That's why you guys aren't getting a whole lot. It doesn't hurt that Access TV is only shown to like a couple of thousand, um, a couple hundred thousand homes, maybe two or three million in general. So, I don't know. This one's just kind of a weak sauce impact. And let's go into SmackDown. Obviously, I did not watch, I'm not going to be watching Collision for this review just because it's tonight. And you know for a fact, I ain't waiting until after Collision. Uh, Edge's essentially retirement. He went off on his own terms. Is he going to join AEW? I don't know. It would be a mistake because I think that would tarnish his legacy. What a perfect way to cap off a Hall of Fame worthy career. Facing the guy who brought you back for your second run, that convinced you to come back to a job that you had to leave early because of retirement. The kick in the ass. And they did this in front of Toronto in his home country, hometown, where he started his career. If that is not a perfect cap off to Edge's career, I don't know what is. God. Such a good match, too. It was a very good match. Um, Edge's emotion, you can definitely see it. But his contract is not up until the end of September. So he's definitely not going to be all in. Just not unless he breaks his contract. But I, I could see him just riding off into the sunset. Enjoy time with your family. You don't have anything to prove. You can do other great things. Edge is one of those guys who is so multifaceted. He could be a manager. He could, you might come back wrestling again. I just don't see a reason to at this point. This is so good. God, it was a good match. Um, Charlotte Flair's botch was very strange. I'm not sure who was in the wrong as it relates to that, where she was like literally at Bianca Belair's feet for the tag. But for some reason, she couldn't tag her. It's almost like Charlotte Flair did not know how to do the tag. Very weird. Just five segments, though. Very short show, but I think this was the main focus, and I'm happy that they gave him that. Now, last week, SmackDown definitely dipped hard, but there is a reason for that. It was a 2.097 million, and it was a 0.55 demo last week. Keep in mind that there are NFL preseason games going on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I think for like the next four or five weeks. I could be wrong on that. But that's going to run right next to SmackDown pretty much. I think there's like a little overlap, but nothing too major. But that'll definitely affect SmackDown's rating. So don't be surprised. I mean, this was still, that's still a good number. But it's not like the almost 3 million that they were doing before the NFL. And keep in mind, the, like I said, the NFL is going to be happening. And that's definitely going to affect a lot of these ratings especially for Mondays and Fridays. Don't they do shows on Wednesdays too? Don't they do games on... No, they do on Thursdays. So Impact Wrestling might be, might be hit too. I just don't know yet. So that was my soapbox. Overall, a fine uh, series of wrestling shows overall. Let me know what you thought about that. So up next, it's going to be kind of an interesting topic. And I've always wanted to do this, but... Peanut Gallery wouldn't have contributed a whole lot because it's more of a personal experience. So when we come back, I'll explain more. So we are back, and yes, I have now my light on, even though it's flinching for some reason, because it's getting dark outside. Uh, we have a storm here in Vegas. So over the course of my life, I have experienced a lot of different wrestling shows, and as a psychologist... I sort of thought about breaking down the fan base, how the shows were run, what they did well and what they didn't in one way or another. And I think the best way to start out is with pretty much the catalyst of current wrestling. Uh, if this company did not exist, we would not know Pentagon Jr., Ray Phoenix, Sexy Star. I don't think Jeff Cobb would be in the position that he was without Lucha Underground. Uh, Johnny Mundo got his resurgence within Lucha Underground, and it exposed Americans to a very different level of wrestling, and that is Lucha Libre. What I loved about Lucha Underground were that the characters felt 
like characters. You know, a 500-year-old zombie and literally a person who's killing people with uh, Matanza Cuerto. Uh, Ray Phoenix rising literally from the ashes. Ricochet being... Uh, a descendant of a warrior god. It's like that that stuff was so cool. It was so over the top and ridiculous. And it was no other company was doing it in wrestling. And the one thing that they did not do correctly was how they did their contracts. I'm not going to go too much into it, but let's just say that there were a lot of lawsuits that were filed um, to El Rey. Personally, I have been to one Lucha Underground taping in my life. It was season one. I'm not even sure if I was on camera, but I was doing these reviews as they were um, being shot, essentially live, like my live reactions to the shows. But I was actually at one of the tapings. Uh, the fans were kind of cool. I think I enjoyed it. There was a lot of great discussions, a lot of great open minds. There, I think there was a fight at some point because there was one drunk idiot. But overall, uh, it, it definitely felt gritty, and I think that's what they were going for. I liked the interactions that the wrestling went with the people. I liked where it, it felt like fight night or a fight club. It was really cool. Um, overall, my experience with Lucha Underground was an Orange Cassidy thumbs up, and I only do Orange Cassidy thumbs up because of the contract issues that they had. Tripla A. Uh, I did not go to a Triple A show directly, but there was a show here, I think like a year and a half ago. It was an indie promotion, but they had a ton of the Triple A competitors there. I think they had like Blue Demon Jr. Uh, oh God, who else did they have there? Um, Alberto El Patron wrestled. There was, there was a handful of them. And definitely a much different style than what I'm used to with Lucha. And my personal experience is very, it's, it's not as in-depth because I have not been to Mexico for wrestling. But I would like to. It would be really cool. Uh, I heard good things about the Tripla A thing, but I'm, I'm getting into it. So take it that with a grain of salt. I like Lucha. I think it's really cool. But keep in mind... It is a very different style of wrestling. So if you ever wanted to watch it, I recommend at least once. I recommend at least one time checking out Lucha in some way, shape, or form. It's not going to be everybody's cup of tea, but I think it does what it needs to do quite well. NWA, Southern Wrestling, Southern Wrestling, and they keep that nostalgia on point. They have very minimal entrances. They don't do entrances for their regular shows, pretty much. When I, I was first starting watching the NWA Power regularly, when they were reintroduced in 2018, 2019, like right before the pandemic, and I really wanted to go to one of the tapings, and I think they were doing it in Atlanta at the time, because I heard it was a lot of fun, and thank God they're coming back and doing shows again, and doing them in different places. I don't see them coming to Vegas, because I feel like the NWA is very much um, hard-hitting territory, and Las Vegas, at the time that the NWA was where it was, it basically was a blip on the radar. It was not the mega powerhouse that it is now. It, it just wasn't. And keep in mind, Vegas, relative, is a young city. So I'm not even sure if it existed at the time. Uh, when I was in Colorado, and if the territory here, it was uh, AWA. So I would like to go to a um, NWA show at some point in time. It will most likely happen in the future. And just like we do with Impact, I'll let you know the experience. G. C JCW, Juggalo Championship Wrestling. Uh, this is the promotion that is run by the Insane Clown Posse. And I have been to a JCW show. It was at a dark carnival. Yes, I went to a dark carnival. So I went to school in Michigan. And the Insane Clown Posse is still quite popular out there. You'd be very surprised. And they do a dark carnival every year. I think. I think it's every year. It's either like every year or by year. I only went once because there was a girl that I was seeing at the time who 
liked going to those things, like different experiences. And I'm like, hey, that might be kind of fun. Um, it was cleaner than I thought it was going to be. Uh, my expectations were like really, really low, but I, I did enjoy myself. I sold some art out there. I made some paintings and I did some drawings and I, I sold some stuff out there. I'm like, yeah, might as well make some money. It was enough for like the trip out there and our lodging and all that fun stuff. Uh, I mean, there were definitely places where drugs and drinking were happening like to a great deal of excess, but it was actually not as everywhere as I thought it was going to be. Uh, they were hitting each other with shit at one point, and then they had the ring set up, and that's, there was probably maybe 150 people at this dark carnival. And it was like, it was a whole weekend thing. Uh, and I, I liked it. I enjoyed myself. It's definitely not my cup of tea for wrestling, but there was some action and it was fine. I liked it overall. So I'm gonna give that one Orange Cassidy thumbs up too. Not my favorite. Okay, CZW. I went to a tournament of death. I think it was the same year that I went to Dark Carnival because I heard that it was brutal, like super brutal. I never heard of CZW up until that point. This was 2014. 20, it was 2014 or 2015. I was still in college. I smelt like blood for an extra week. It wasn't like super strong, but people were like, man, you smell like, you smell like, like metal. I'm like, I, I went to a, a wrestling event. So like, what is it called? Tournament of Death. Um, I was front row. I was caked in other people's blood, just caked. I mean, this was literally the most mud show thing I've ever seen, but I enjoyed myself. I kind of liked the experience. Would I ever go again? Maybe. I, I might, you never know. Um, but I was just, I felt so disgusting because I was, I mean, literally all over my face. I mean, those clothes, I literally threw them away. It was just so bad. Luckily, I went by myself. I didn't go with a uh, with if anybody. GCW Game Changer Wrestling. I have never been to a GCW show. They do sign a lot of significant talent within the indie scene that I like. I would like to go. Well, that's the other company I didn't put on here. Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Kind of the same situation. If they come around, I want to at least go to one show. But, you know, we'll, we'll kind of cross that bridge when we come to it. Very Once again, you know, in this very indie hardcore with um, Game Changer and then with um, Pro Wrestling Gorilla. It's a little more traditional. Stardom. I kick myself today that I did not go to a stardom show when I was in Japan. I go to Japan at least two or three times a year. I have some clients that I do art for that live out there, so it's a perfect opportunity to go out there. And I had an opportunity to go to a stardom show, but that weekend was Wrestle Kingdom weekend, and the significant other that I was with at the time was so wrestled out. She... She was like, if I see anything wrestling for like a month, I'm going to like kill you. So, <laughs> so I didn't invite her to go to anything else. I, I treated her fine after that. It was a lot of wrestling. I think that was her first experience with wrestling too. So <laughs> that was, it was a huge culture shock in a lot of different ways. And then from there, you go into this huge ass stadium to watch some wrestling. And this is when Wrestle Kingdom was only one night too. That was pretty fun. We, we stayed there for the whole weekend, though. It was it was a really good time. I recommend going to Japan. Even if you're not going to uh, wrestling-specific, definitely go to Japan. Stardom. Anyway, um, I heard about Stardom. It wasn't the company that it is now. Definitely not. So it's definitely a different experience. But I do want to go. They're getting momentum back. They have been putting on awesome matches. And, you know, within Japanese culture... Very quiet, very respectful, except for sumo. It's just overall a good time. And speaking of the devil, let's go to the king of sports, New Japan Pro Wrestling. I have been to two uh, Wrestle Kingdoms. And when wrestling happens there, 
it happens. It's mainstream. It's, I mean, they're pseudo celebrities, definitely. And you would not get that impression with um, how they present themselves here. So I went to a show, a couple of shows in Japan. And then I went to a New Japan show when they did um, um, Autumn Attack here in Vegas. And when they were here in Vegas, it was at Samstown. Not the biggest place. There was probably 300 people there. And But the shows that I went to, obviously Wrestle Kingdom has a ton of people. And they do, you know, two or 3,000 for each show when they go and do a show there. It is a much different world. I recommend if you're going to go to Japan for Wrestle Kingdom, definitely do it. But go a couple of days before the event. Because if, especially coming from America... It is a totally different world, and you need that time to get acclimated to the environment, and I cannot stress that enough. If you try to do all of that all at the same time, you are going to be so burnt out and horribly sick. Uh, I, I did that before. I got some great advice, and I just recommend doing it. I just recommend going to Japan. Uh, New Japan fans are once again very respectful and they're also very professional so don't try to be a mark around them treat them with respect especially the wrestlers and they will treat you in kind but also when you talk with other wrestling fans there in my experience it was a serious conversation don't try to debate because then they will shoot you down immediately and trust me that kind of respect thing is very big out there, and you got to be careful because you don't know who you're talking to out there. It's crazy. Impact. Oh, Impact is my favorite show to go live. It was my first exposure to non-WWE wrestling in my entire life back in 2006 because I was a... I mean, still to this day, I'm an enormous fan of Kurt Angle. And when I heard that he was going to this TNA... I'm like, I'll check it out. It's, it, it was my first experience outside of that. So I was so excited when they were on Spike. I watched it every single Thursday. I think at the time it was on Thursday. Yeah, it was on Thursday. It was just great. I love. I mean, I, I still have a love for Impact. I think they put on good shows. I like how they do the system where they will tape like four or five shows for like over the course of three days. And then the wrestlers can just go and wrestle wherever else that they want to or do whatever else that they want to. They wrestle for one weekend for impact. So it's cool. Now let me talk to you after the fact because every time that they come here, they go to Samstown. And after a lot of the wrestlers go out for a drink, I, TGI Fridays. So Peanut Gallery and I, we go there. We have dinner at TGI Fridays. I know, not the best choice, but it's Samstown and TGI Fridays is a safe bet. Go to the shows, go back to the bar, and then you're sitting next to the wrestlers and you get to talk to them. It was really cool. Uh, Peanut Gallery talked with Tommy Dreamer and uh, that, mega, um, that mega Impact fan. That was the last time that we saw with Impact, and that was, oh God, it was a long time ago. They need to come back. But please go to an Impact show. It is so much fun. Lots to do. And the prices are fairly inexpensive. You get your bang for your buck, and then the meet and greets are super easy to get into. You pay, you get some pictures, you get some autographs. It's a good time. Uh, if you do decide to hang out with them after the show, do not be a mark. Do not try to get an autograph for free, please. It is disrespectful to their craft. And treat them like, like a human. It, you will get a lot farther that way. But definitely recommend it. it. It's great. Now, WWE was not the one, but I will be talking about AEW. WWE, biggest company. I have been to three WrestleManias. I have been to at least half a dozen other pay-per-views. And I have gone to, I swear to God, like 30. 30? Yeah. Every time they went to Denver, they would go to Denver once a year. And every time that they go, uh, my dad always got tickets for me until I could buy it myself. And then when they went to 
Then when I was in Michigan, they were there more frequently. So I went to pretty much every show there, house shows, live shows, everything. And here in Vegas, they haven't been, they haven't been in a couple of months, but I went last time to the SmackDown tapings at uh, T-Mobile Arena. I did not have the opportunity to go to uh, Money in the Bank because it was in Allegiant. I went to SummerSlam in Allegiant. That was awesome, but I really went there for seeing Allegiant more than the show itself, but it was awesome. It's, it's a great experience. I recommend it, absolutely. The fans of WWE are very casuals. Um, there are a lot of families. Generally, the kids are the ones who want to talk to you about wrestling. Give them the time of day. It ain't that big of a deal. Um, don't be mean to the kids. You know, they're there to have a good time. They want to talk about wrestling with somebody else. And it's like, hey, I, I'll spare a couple of minutes. The adults are fine. I don't think I've seen like a huge um, WWE mark in a long time. Not one at least that's hostile. But, you know, don't be an ass. It's WWE. You're there to watch the wrestling and have a good time. And I think if you go into the show with that perspective in mind, you're just going to have a good time every time, even if the show sucks. It's the experience of going to a WWE event. It's the experience of going to any event. Now, I saved the best for last. AEW. I am, before I even go into it, I don't hate AEW. In fact, I like AEW. I, I was so happy that they came aboard. But what they are now is not what they were in 2019. The magic is not there anymore. It is very cookie cutter. It, it does not have that same passion that it had before. Sometimes it's hard to watch it because I knew what it was. And every dynamite was awesome. It felt very gritty. There was a lot of passion. This is not there anymore. Uh, and also, Tony Khan and the wrestlers were not as hostile now as they were back then. They're just not. There was just a lot of love and passion with it. And Tony Khan, for the most part, kept his mouth shut. And then he started opening his mouth, putting his foot in it. And now his fans are a cult. If you know the pop and punk music scene, you probably heard of Blood on the Dance Floor. They're a mid-band. I don't like them personally, but I see the appeal. I, I was a goth kid one day. I have never been friend with my life, threatened my family's lives, uh, threatened to be beaten up, go to my house, do whatever they need to do more than the hardcore AEW cult. It is a very small minority that speak this way. I cannot have a conversation with anybody who is an AEW fan, who's part of the cult. I can't. Because unless I agree with everything that they agree with to the gnat's ass, it's hostility. And it's like, that is not how this works. Dialogue needs to happen. And look, what they're doing with All In is awesome. And I'm, I'm proud that they had the numbers that they did. Let's see if there was actually 80,000 people in that building. Also, how do you know if that number is accurate? I had a discussion with somebody on Twitter, or now X, about this. It's like, if WWE fudges their numbers... What is stopping AEW for doing the exact same thing? What? AEW does not have to show their numbers. WWE does. They have to have conference calls. They're a publicly traded company. They have to be transparent. I have not seen a revenue number for AEW year after year. The only number that I can go on are Nielsen reports and demo. Because that is... That is the standard on if the company is successful or not because television will run the business. Year after year, demo and ratings have gone down on average. Averages. And don't say that those don't matter. 
Tell me what does. It is a business. And I'm happy that AEW exists. It gives people places to work. But this is not rocket science. And you have to treat it. If you want a discussion, if you want to be taken seriously as a fan, you have to keep yourself open like this. Let me explain to you what I am. I am a fan of professional wrestling. I went through this huge list of different companies that have different styles, that have had controversies, that have done this and that. But I love it, every single company. Why? Because it's wrestling. I like wrestling. I like the action. I appreciate the wrestlers putting their bodies on the line. Volunta this is voluntary. They cooperate. And the trust that they have within their rosters, with their respective rosters and locker rooms, is something definitely to uphold. Think about it. I am a wrestler, and you are a wrestler. We are in a match. You are trusting me to make sure that you do not get injured. I am responsible for your bodily autonomy. I don't want to paralyze you. I don't want to break your arm. I'm going to make sure that I am trained to the best of my ability and we cooperate to put together a good, compelling match. We tell a story in the ring. We communicate and make sure that we take care of each other. And I think that's why I, I like wrestling for the pageantry, the production, the history, the different styles of wrestling. Look at what we went through from CMLL to New Japan. Or CMLL. Yeah, CMLL. Uh, from Lucha Libre to New Japan to, uh, to Japanese wrestling to strong style to hardcore to uh, women specifically to men and everything in between. Much different styles, much different people, and that's what I love about it. It's a versatility. It's the costumes. It's the visuals. It's the lighting. If they have pyro, it's the pyro. However they present it, I love it all. And I will probably continue to be a wrestling fan for the rest of my life at this point. I'm 29. I've been watching wrestling since I was 7, 8. And it's seldom that I've ever stopped watching wrestling. Ever. I've had significant others who wanted me to stop watching wrestling. They were not a significant other at that point. You do not change me. And anybody who believes that they can take a wrestling fan away from something that they enjoy watching, you should be fucking ashamed of yourself. It's wrestling. It's like somebody who likes football. Like somebody who likes MMA. I like those things. But wrestling was my first. And it's going to continue to be so. Pretty much. Well, that's it. Uh, coming up next. We are going to be watching the Jeff Jarrett, Jeff Hardy match from last week. Because trust me, you're going to absolutely die with it. So we are back. I moved over a little bit. I'm going to turn off the set so you can see it a little bit better uh and let's get into this match oh trust me. oh this is it's so bad i can't even begin turn that down a little bit great lighting by the way i can barely see what's happening Oh, here's interference almost immediately. You know what the funny thing is? These two know better, and they knew that they had a bad match. Are you Okay, hang on. You can have a spooky-looking match with good lighting. You literally can do that. This just looks so low-rent. Satnam Singh. Satnam Singh in the overalls are, is just ridiculous. Wait, was that the end of this part? No, okay. 
Look at those punches from uh, Brother Zane. They're freaking awful. I love the hat and coat, though. When did when did Ethan Page start working in tandem with the Hardys? I knew that he owned this contract. There's a chocolate sauce. <laughs> Brother Zane. When did they start working together as like friends? Wow, okay. Nobody is in place, so we couldn't see what happened with Satnam at all. Also, where are Jay Lethal and uh, Sanjay Dutt? It's so low rent. Oh, and Jeff Jarrett is not actually bleeding. That is literally, it was like a bucket of crap. I'm not sure if you saw that. Nobody was in place, so the camera could barely see anything. I, I love that I can't see a damn thing. What are we supposed to, are, are they trying to, are they hiding? Okay, so here's the thing. Jeff Jarrett and Karen Jarrett are supposed to be hiding. But there is a camera person right over. You're giving him away. Prolonged shot here for no reason. What in the fuck was that? Like, God. God, I wish Peanut Gallery, or I, yeah, I wish Peanut Gallery was here, seriously. Okay, now there's Jay Lethal. I like his hat. This deathmatch sucks. Like, it's absolutely awful. Karen Jarrett is fucking insufferable. Now that visual was cool. Okay, there's Sanjay. I actually kind of like that visually. That was really cool. I just everybody is just everywhere. I cannot see a damn thing. How oh, this sucks. I wish I had a drink. <laughs> I have water. Oh, and the crowd is dead. Okay, if, if you're going to have all of this interference and all of this stuff, why not make like an eight-person tag or something? Because keep in mind, this is only this is only a one-on-one -on -one match. It took Karen Jarrett this long to finally hit somebody. Jesus Christ. Now, for all this time in the business, marry two wrestlers, and she cannot throw a working anything. <clears throat> Thank God that was safe.
I wouldn't have said bizarre. I probably would have said humiliating, embarrassing, and fucking awful. Why is Jeff Jarrett pretending that he's actually cut open? He's not cut open. No reaction from the crowd either. Oh my, okay, that looked absolutely awful, and it looked like it hurt Karen a lot. I'm not crying over it. What is with the smoke? My God. Remember, zombies know this, perfectly acceptable. And I don't, and here's the other thing, I don't give a rat's ass if Tony Khan donated the money that he got from this. It still is embarrassing and it sucks. And um, AMC or whoever did this should be, I would be pissed. Well, okay, let's, I do care that he did that because that's a nice gesture, but Jesus effing H. This crowd is absolutely silent. Well, that thing almost flew into the crowd. Sorry about that. These guys know better. I like how Satinum is still not even there. Just right on top of Jerry. See, I like the twist of fate more than that stunner thing that Jeff does. I feel like it's actually a lot easier on um, uh, Matt. You'd feel like the, f the flat back bump would be a lot better on your spine than the stunner, right? Ooh, I kind of like the... I did like the guitar from Jeff. Or, yeah, from uh, Jeff Jarrett. And you remember both of these guys are named Jeff. Jeff Jarrett knows this is an absolute joke. Oh, God. And then Karen, Karen leaves because she was in the wrong spot. Zombies, no. Leatherface, good. So corny. Okay, hang on. Your leather face. You have a chainsaw. 
you see two people standing in front of you. Do you use the chainsaw? No. You kick him. Did you see that with Karen? She was running and then just stopped running. What low-rent crap. I love Jeff selling a hammer shot. He always does like that, um, I'm limp thing. It's actually really good. God, man, that was a hell of a choke slam. Nobody bled. Nobody bled. That's hilarious. So, all right, that's the end of the match. Boom. Fucking awful. Two thumbs down. Fuck you. Anyway, so next week, I apologize for that. I clicked the wrong button. Next week. There will be no show. I know, it's all in, probably a huge event, but number one, it's on a Sunday. I'm not gonna do that. But also, Mothership is going to be in town. So we will be doing all in the week after, all, um, all in and NWA 75, because I think they're on the same weekend. Not next week, but the week after. Then we'll do all out after because once again, it's on a fucking Sunday and then we'll be all caught up. So if you did enjoy this video, remember to like, follow, subscribe, leave a rating if you're listening to this or uh, like and comment down below if you like this show, if you like the match and uh, do you miss peanut gallery? And as always, be majestic.